After years of time on the water, countless hunting explorations, highs and lows, and endless stories from old-timers, RCRL has decided to pull the trigger and bring you to the front line and offer a refreshed avenue to re-experience the outdoors. From the weekend outdoorsman to a day-by-day professional, RCRL plans to share their tactics, stories, and opportunities that will turn you into a more informed and effective outdoorsman. In the first episode, we want you to hear our personal upbringings and how RCRL was born. As three guys from a variety of backgrounds, you'll hear from lifetime outdoorsman Hunter Hughes, followed by Josh Zaroka, who took a more competitive route as a tournament angler, and Dakota Chappelle, who found his way to become president of his college's Coastal Conservation Association. Be prepared for numerous giveaways, weekly posts, and action-packed episodes that will bring you closer to the outdoors than ever before. We plan to recast and reload our knowledge back into the industry. So knock the dust off those old tackle boxes and break out the boomsticks. It's time to re-experience the outdoors. So, Hunter, if you want to go ahead and just kind of talk a little bit about where your experience and the outdoors started and kind of what it's done for you, um, what it's done for you outside of work, outside of your everyday conversations and all the way to some time on the boat and time in the deer stand. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I started, I started hunting with my dad when I was still in a car seat. I was probably four years old and, uh, my dad always took me out to the deer stand with him and everything. Um, when it came to rifle season, bow season, I couldn't hunt with him just cause got to be quiet close quarters you know and uh but my dad started me off with a pellet gun when I was four or five years old and uh, got me used to shooting a gun but never put a actual centerfire cartridge rifle in front of me until it was time to rock and roll and I remember sitting in a deer stand when I was five years old and uh 20 inch eight point walks out and my dad said, it's time. And I remember shooting that deer, immediately getting the shakes and not knowing what it was. And uh, got down, saw that deer and everything like that. And I will never forget. Make, makes you shake talking. Yeah, about I'm telling you. I'm like, telling you. Yeah. Get, gets you yeah. some buck fever going on. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just, I just uh, it'd be cool to like, let people experience that and so yeah I've, I've hunted my whole life i've fished i remember first time i ever casted a reel by myself little zebco sitting at my dad's buddy's pond zebco 33 yeah and uh we were fishing at the pond i remember everybody was all my friends and stuff were getting on a dirt bike or four-wheeler running around the whole entire property and first thing i'd do get out of the truck grab a fishing pole i wanted to go catch a fish it's just a cool feeling to catch a fish and uh, just know that you caught it with a string and a hook. I mean, it's kind of kind of weird. You can't see them, but you can feel them tug on that line. It's like a, like a whole other world. <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole other world. You don't know what you're gonna pull in, but you know what you're looking for. And uh, yeah, I've been. We've just been fishing and hunting my whole life, and my dad really got me into it and. I just love the conversations after shooting a deer, sitting by a 
camp with a campfire going and dad's cooking dinner while my uncle's showing me how to clean a deer and everything and it's just a cool experience and um it's like it's hadn't that, hadn't been stuff, able to stop since it's that I stuff mean, you just don't forget yeah like. yeah and my family has been hunting and fishing their whole life too i mean i've grown up around it my my great grandpa was a professional fisherman fish with bill dance all the time my dad got to meet bill dance told bill dance told my dad that my grandpa was one of the best worm fishermen he's ever fished with and uh, and it it was pretty it was a pretty cool feeling hearing that after watching all the the bloopers of bill dance and stuff like that and it really just stuck with me but i never i never really got competitive I really never never got really competitive in fishing until high school. I mean, I thought it'd always be cool to tournament fish and stuff like that. My dad's always talked about it, but we never started that until high school. My dad actually ended up buying a boat so that way he could be our captain, and um, really just started from them. And I mean, like Josh said, being able to talk to people and. Uh, broaden your horizons with different groups of guys and stuff the older folk and i mean younger guys like me and josh just started from there i mean me, me and josh never really hung out until i mean later on through high school and everything but we we always kind of stayed in contact with each other with social media just always looking for different you know talking about hey man what'd you catch that fish yeah, on or yeah. or is the rut going on in the panhandle because me and him have always hunted pretty close together but never never really knew it until later on down the road and it's just cool experience to have conversations with guys that like to do the same things as you and even if you don't know that you like it it's just cool to experience the outdoors and and uh, have conversations with guys that really live and breathe the outdoors. Yeah, and like fishing-wise, like high school fishing-wise, is we we kind of came into it at a really good time because like the whole Texas High School Bass Association that we fished in really started in 2013, 2014 because like we graduated in 2017 and I remember freshman year fishing a tournament with 70 boats and that was all a Texas High School Bass Association. And then next thing you know, we're seniors and it, there's 350 boats and, and one of six divisions. But yeah, like you said, is whenever we were fishing in high school, we never really had a, a tight niche friendship outside of fishing. It was just fishing and know, knowing we both fished and it was that, that language we, we both spoke to one another. And that's what always brought us closer, even now, like now we live together. Now we, I mean, talk every day about hunting and fishing and it's it's a, a different verse, a different language that we're able to to be surrounded with uh, going day to day. But exactly, that, yeah, man, that's awesome. But yeah. That's pretty it, cool. And it, it's just, it'd be cool to, like, like we said, like what we're trying to start here is just getting other people out, out and uh to experience that that kind of lifestyle and yeah uh, it goes get to know everybody and you you make new friendships that last forever you know just hey man you want to go fishing i mean that's where it starts right there you want to go fishing and then then you get to where 
you you learn new techniques and uh, learn to fish deep water, shallow water, what baits to throw, what to look for. I mean, it's just all about experience. I mean, and if time on the water, time on the water, that's yeah, what it time, is. Time, time on the water, water, time in the stand. I mean, time on the water, time I mean, in the stand. Learn to learn to smell a deer from miles away. You know, just just well, that's ex- exactly what you said. Was it's. It's just somebody reaching out to another person and saying, "Hey, let's go fish." Because like that's a, that's exactly what happened to me. Whenever it um, it comes to like my fishing career, is whenever uh, so like where I started and I, I was 11, 12 years old. I went and um, hunted in Utah with my uncle and and I mean my my dad. He's he's from South Philadelphia. My mom, she's. Um, She's third generation Texan, so it's two completely different worlds. And I, I mean, I grew up just kind of running around in the creeks and catching turtles and whatnot. And but first time I ever went hunting was with my uncle. And after I shot that four ten, and it was like, oh man, this is pretty cool. I, I shot that pheasant right there, fun stuff. And but it was like a bug. And then I came home, um, and my buddy Jackson was like hey you're kind of you're kind of into the outdoors now like you want to go fishing and like after first couple times we started fishing together i went to academy bought a giant nine foot cat catfish rod yeah and there's this place called flint ridge and every single day after school i just started fishing and that led into um, so much more than I ever would have imagined and it all started with that that first time going fishing and like I said I started later in life Hunter you've been doing it your entire life you started whenever like you said when you're just in a stroller and your dad didn't want to take you bow hunting because you'd be making too much noise exactly Um, Exactly. and from Flint Ridge catching small little two pound bass to um going to this place called camp bass at lake fork um i ended up being a counselor there for two years and i was able to um see younger guys younger girls get into fishing and i was a counselor there and that was just awesome and then next thing you know um we we get into high school fishing and like I, like I said earlier, whenever we first started in THSBA, Texas High School Bass Association, there was 70 boats and the whole organization. And then throughout that time frame, um, me and my fishing partner, we, uh, we set out a goal to win Angler of the Year by the time we were seniors. And um, we were seniors and we ended up winning Angler of the Year in the West Division out of I think it was like 400 boats, so, so that was that was awesome. Um, from there, we uh, um, I got into college fishing at Texas State, and took that to a very competitive level. And I think uh, there was three showings that I was able to make for national championship um, outings for FLW, which is now MLF. Um, and then after that, it was, I mean, I was just all in with hunting and 
but like like I, like I'm saying is it all started with that that one conversation with my buddy Jackson of hey let's go fish let's go fish in the creek and I was able to take it to a collegiate level and even to this day I have and over over half my friends are, are from college fishing from high school fishing and I ended up at Texas State where I met Dakota and Dakota mm-hmm. this is where it just gets real cool is is three completely different tiers of outdoorsmen and we got Hunter that's been doing it his whole life me starting whenever I was I mean 10 11 years old and then Dakota which he's always been surrounded by and Dakota you want to talk a little bit about like your whole experience and in, in, in the outdoors, yeah, I don't absolutely, know. Absolutely, I don't know if it's a lot, but <laughs> I mean, it's about piss poor. But <laughs> I mean, realistically, I met Josh what seven, six, seven years ago now. That's when we became close as can be. But I mean, my hunting career started. My dad, he was always musician and cars. He rebuilt cars. He played music. So I was never really into that world of completely hunting. All my buddies had parents that were. They're hunting every weekend. My dad's, he's in there stringing up a new base. So I really never had that love when I was a child. So I can't really see eye to eye with Hunter or Josh in that area, but I got older. I went out with my buddies. I did my first trip in Glen Rose on some old decommissioned Air Force base. I think I shot a little bitty doe, but it was the first thing I ever shot. And I was like, just almost tranquilized by the, just how different it was. I was like, this is amazing. But again, like I said, my dad, he just, we never, that was never his forte. So I got older. I had buddies that, you know, they all had a shotgun. They had a rifle. They were ready. So, I mean, I'd borrow what I can, go out there, blow up some rabbits, blow up some squirrels. We'd skin them. We'd eat them, make squirrel and dumplings. It was I mean, you can pick out hairs for an hour. Squirrel and dumplings. Come on, time out, time out. Let me take a step back. I mean, I got cranked one damn time where they put, it was a roadkill squirrel they didn't tell me about. I thought it was one we shot, and they just blew it up, and they're like, hey, take a bite of this. So so it was raw? No, it wasn't raw. I mean, we we did a good job cooking it up. I just didn't realize one of the squirrels was a roadkill boy. There's almost so much tonnage you can put on a squirrel to make it taste right. And I'll tell you right now, there's some real life world class squirrel hunters mm-hmm. out there. So whoever, any squirrel hunters out there listening to this, they're, they're, they're probably like, man, was it a, was it a gray squirrel? Was it a fox squirrel? It was they want to know more about it. So it come was on, tell them. It was a squirrel in the backyard in a tree <laughs> running about. I mean, that's <laughs> urban. It took, yeah, it was a little urban squirrel. It's, urban it's squirrel. It saw some stuff in its life. Them <laughs> power line it's jumpers. Like, yeah. Like, just from where I started, I, it took a while for me to, you know, just get out there and ex- experience the outdoors. I mean, I always had buddies, like I said, I've always had buddies that were kind of in that surrounding, but I was later in life. So I'd say high school, college, where it's, I finally just got that itch where I was like, man, I need just something about going out and fishing, jumping over some, you know, fences we weren't supposed to be jumping over. Yeah. Got me going to, yeah. yeah, just feeling great. And that's when we just had this discussion to start this up. And I was like, man, this is, I mean, being part of the wilderness, being exploring, just being on a different mindset. It's just calming, you know, it just takes away from everyday life of having to go to work, having to do just minuscule tasks to being one with nature. Yeah, yeah. And so that's something I just fell in love with, whether it be going to fish, deep sea, 
done that a two times now. It was mind-blowing. <laughs> the engine blew out, and we thought we were all going to die. But, I mean, it's just something I fell in love with. Yeah. Obviously, later in the game, but, you know, I once I had the opportunity, I had those buddies in CCA at Texas State. I, one way or another, became the president of our CCA chapter at Texas State. We grew from six to, what, 50 people yeah. in a year and a half, and raised more money for the Coastal Conservation Association than any time before in Texas State. From Hunter's first time on a hunt to Dakota's squirrel dumplings, we're excited you made it through our first episode. Now that you've gotten to know the team a little better, we want to give anyone the opportunity to come on the show and share their stories and get to know their why when it comes to the outdoors. Thank you for hopping on the boat with us, and stay tuned as there's much more to come.